Welcome to New Paths, where it's okay to be you. On today's episode, I interview Mr. Aaron Johnson, fellow journeyman on this way through life. Hello, Kelly. Well, uh, Mr. Johnson, it is a pleasure, sir, to have you uh, with us here on New Paths. Uh, uh, it is, um, now we've known each other for uh, quite a few years. Uh, and uh, I, I'll tell you, our, uh, our time together has uh, certainly been uh, impactful. Uh, I would dare say uh, on each other. Would you agree? I would definitely agree wholeheartedly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, well, uh, I, I would like to ask you just a few questions. Just, just want to get to know uh, the the Aaron Johnson that uh, that I have come to to know over these years, and uh, uh, just want to we want to uh, get just a, a brief overview of some things that you like, uh, some things that uh, you hold deep. Uh, to yourself. And as we go through this episode, hopefully at the end, uh, the the audience will be able to uh, take something good away from all of this. All righty. I look forward to it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So so let's let's um, let's let's talk about Aaron, shall we? Oh, shall we? Sure. Um, uh, so tell us tell us about what you do. Well, I am currently a career specialist for a historically black nonprofit um, that is approximately 100 years old here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I work with young people uh, ages 16 to 24, and I put wow. uh, quote unquote on that because I help anyone who needs assistance uh, with creating a space for, or a career pathway rather. Um, mm -hmm. So I have the opportunity to work in a space where I help uh, young people with their career path. Um, mm -hmm. I partner with uh, different organizations in order to ensure that my young people my participants have all of the opportunities and are exposed to different opportunities that will assist them on their journey to finding who they are supposed to be. Wow. Wow. That's, that, that's powerful. That's powerful. So uh, as, as these uh, young people grow up uh, and move on into adult life, man, that's, that is something uh, they, they they get to see your face. Uh, they they get to hear the words that you have spoken into their life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's 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 powerful. Man, I appreciate that. I think yeah. that uh, I was given this opportunity by a higher power um, because of that. I believe is my my calling, not to just assist with career pathways but to share my story and assist others 
to not have to experience the same things that I experienced. Oh yeah. 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 yeah we, 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 we remember for a reason. And I think we remember so that we can pass things on mm-hmm. so that the ones who come after us don't have to learn the hard way, the way that we did. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Unless they want to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless they want to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, so, um, uh, l- let me ask you this: what, what, what always makes you laugh, Aaron? You know, I'm I'm a pretty simple man. Um, you know, so uh, I laugh at at a, a plethora of things. You know, you know, you you would you would be surprised. Sometimes I may just laugh at. Um, uh, a kid on a, on Instagram who is um, responding to their parent in a in a funny way that makes me laugh. I laugh at um, small things because what I've learned is that if I can't appreciate the small things, then I won't be able to appreciate the the large things. So it's really hard for me to just point out things that just make me laugh because yeah. I might just start laughing with a thought in my head. I'm a I'm a simple, yeah. simple man. I might just be driving down the street and literally think about something that I said earlier in the day and just start yeah. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, we, we're in the same boat on <laughs> Uh, I I can't tell you the number of times I have pulled up beside somebody in my own mind and, uh, you know, looked over in the other car and they're just staring at me like, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was probably me pulling up next to you saying, what's wrong with this guy? (laughs) Five minutes later at the next stop sign or red light, I'm laughing. (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, let me let let's let's go a little deeper. Um, now this this is one I need you to hit the the uh, rewind button. Okay. I need you to go all the way back as far as you can as far as you can remember and tell me what your first childhood memory is. Oh man, that's a really tough question. Um, that's a really tough question. Um. What I think is a good memory or a good place for me to start, I'll start with a lesson that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was around six years old and um, I just had some beanie weenies. My mom knew that I just love, I love baked beans to this day. Bush's baked beans are the best baked beans ever. And you know, being a, a vegetarian and now they have a, a, a brown sugar one that's vegetarian. Anyway, well, well, well. <laughs> I was eating the the the, um, the beanie weenies, and you know I wanted to go outside and ride my bike. And my mom said, you know, make sure you put on some sandals, man. I mean, make sure you put on some shoes because those sandals, you know, you don't want to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, hey, you know, I, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to get on this bike and I'm going to have me some fun. My mother taught me how to ride my bike, by the way. so anyway in my mind I'm thinking she doesn't know what she's talking about I'm going to get on this bike and I'm going to ride down this hill so I run outside I get on the bike in my sandals and my sandals get caught in the wheel I end up sliding down the the hill and um, it scraped up from my ankle to my knee Um, 
all the skin was taken off. And I remember going into the restroom and my mom was putting peroxide on it because, you know, she said the alcohol was going to burn. And I remember my dad had to go because my father was a minister mm-hmm. and uh, he was headed out to, to seminary at the time. And um, I just remember thinking to myself, you know, crying in my parents' bathroom like man mm-hmm. this really stings um so i'll go with that as my first memory it was a really good lesson yeah 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 i oh, <laughs> why you talk why you uh why, why you explaining that man my mind just went back to every bicycle wreck i have ever <laughs> <had>. <laughs> You know, yes, truth sir. be told, I've only had two of them. Yeah. <laughs> that one and then another one where I was being crazy. And maybe one day I'll tell you about that, the 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 latter one. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love to hear hear that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So let, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one more, uh one more of the surface ones. Then we'll go a little bit deeper here. Okay. Uh, so if, if you could be anywhere in the world right now. Where would it be? Uh, is there a time period on this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no time period. Okay. All right. Um, you know, you know, uh, and I and I and I don't mean to be so uh, deep, but mm-hmm. if I could go to a time period, I would go to a time period uh, in the future where we would all live in a space of understanding and maturity. And when I say that, I mean like it, we don't have to agree with each other, but we are willing to understand. Yeah. Yeah. If I could go to any space in time, it would Mm -hmm. be the space where we would all be willing to hear each other. Because I think that that's, that's what we're missing. We're missing the fact that we all bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. We are all mm-hmm. learners and teachers, as I like to yeah. say. Yes, yes, we we mm-hmm. we are. We are. But if I go to a place, it'd probably be Columbia, because uh, I got a couple friends who own a farm out there, and their grandparents are out there, and their whole family loves me, and I love going out there, you know, eating uh, soursop and all types of Colombian uh, <laughs> dishes. <laughs> Let's throw that out there. Hey man, you better watch your how your your blood pressure, man. <laughs> you got a good point there, brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. You come 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 back breathing hard. Hey, hey listen, <laughs> it would be well worth it. <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. All right, so let, let me let me ask you some some philosophical questions. All right, so um, what what would you like to be known for? Hmm. That's a really good question. I'd like to be known for love. I'd like to be known for mm-hmm. unconditionally loving. Uncondif- yeah. Unconditionally loving. I want to be known for, I want to be known as the man who loved everyone, no matter mm. what. Mm. no matter what because i think love is so broad that it'll it'll encompass 
all of the, my accolades and everything that I've done to help people because I don't do things to help people for the accolades. Yeah. I do them so others can receive accolades in the future. Yeah, yeah. Sir, that is rare. That's, that is a rare, a rare thing, uh, especially these days. Everybody wants to, to, to uh, we, we're, a lot of us are so self-centered, mm -hmm. you know, what, what can I get out of it? Um, so that's, that's something that, that, uh, yeah, you stick out, you, you stick out. And I know the time that we've, uh, we, we shared together uh, there in, uh, in DeKalb County, man, that was, uh, that was, evident mm. it was evident in uh, the way that you spoke to people uh that was evident in the way that you uh you handled yourself uh even when things were uh heated uh, yeah <laughs> you still, yeah you, you still maintain that sense of uh i don't want to be known for this <laughs> this is yeah that's that's powerful powerful yeah um can we do this? Let's let's look at mom and dad. Okay. Can we, all yeah. Right. Uh, t tell us what uh, t tell us what their best qualities are. Um, you know, and and I'm glad you asked that question. It's really it's really ironic because I, I posted something most recently on one of my insta my social media platforms on Instagram, and I said mm -hmm. that I appreciate the non bias approach that my mother has when communicating with me. So while my mm. mother is literally my best friend, mm -hmm. she's my best friend in the sense that she will tell me the truth, no matter yeah. how it makes me feel. And she's unapologetic about it. She's not going to say, well, yeah. sorry to tell you, son, but you're wrong. No, she's going to say, son, you're wrong. And yeah. I truly appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, for my father, I appreciate his introspective nature. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. I I like the fact that in his early years, he took the time to look within and see himself, um, or try to see himself and see his own biases, so that he can mm. he can relate to the people. Uh, without biases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Sir, sir, did we grow up in the same house? Man, you know what? You know, if you, you want to get deep, yes. <laughs> if you really want to get deep, yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right, so so let me ask you this. This is this is a uh, this or that question. Let me give you a few of these. All right, <clears throat> uh, deep sea or outer space? Mm. Mm. Deep sea. Okay. All right. Okay. I know there's some some deep thought that came behind that. But yet, how about this one right here? Spring, summer, fall, oh. or winter? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, salty or sweet? Oh, oh! I have to pick one. You gotta pick one. You gotta Dang, pick one, man. man. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like salty, nor do I particularly like sweet. But if I had to pick one or the other, I guess I would pick salty. <laughs> I guess. You know. yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm not too keen on sweets or salt. Hey. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I, I guess we, we all try to stay healthy at some point. Yeah. Right? You know, especially when you're not working out like myself. You know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now this, this one right here, uh, this is, this is the most important question uh, of, of all of these uh, pancakes or waffles. waffles, sir. Come on. Bud. Waffles. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Listen, man, I didn't want to have to end this interview <laughs> this quick. Cause uh, all right well uh aaron when we come back uh we're going to delve a little deeper uh we want to know uh about how you have gone into the depths of your life and we want to know how that changed you all right right. and we'll we'll talk about that when we Hey you guys, this is Matthew Sanchez and you're listening to New Paths. Here's the quote of the day. Being successful in life is saying that you bought a house and you're successful. Okay, so what? Being great in life is buying a house but showing someone else how to buy the same house you just bought. Now you think about it. You ought to want to be great than successful. Because that's what the world needs more than ever. We need more leaders and we need more people who want to be great and do great things. I'm Matthew Sanchez and you're listening to New Paths. Well, Mr. Johnson, um, that was very, very generous of you uh, to um, to share that part of your life. Uh, it's not not easy to to go into uh, painful places uh, and and talk about them, but I, I really appreciate your willingness to to do so. Um, it's just uh, like I said before the uh, before the break, uh, you didn't stay there, right? Uh, you uh, you. Take, took those moments and you grew from them. Uh, can you can you talk to us a bit about what your journey was away from that darkness? Mm. Well, I think what happened was after just working through it, I considered it part of life. I thought that that was just what my life was going to be like. Um, I always knew that I wanted to do something more, but um, at the time, there was a lot of things going on within the economy and, you know, I didn't feel like it was safe to leave my job. So mm-hmm. I felt like that was just what it was, but I, I, I have a wolf inside. Mm-hmm. And with knowing this wolf, I know that my wolf is one that no one else would understand the length or the extent that my wolf would go to protect the inner child. Mm. Wow. Wow. So the wolf came out. 
And you see with the wolf, the wolf has no remorse. The wolf has no feelings. Mm-hmm. And the wolf did whatever the wolf had to do to get that individual out of that space. Mm-hmm. So he did what he did and you know, he was removed. Was it the best decision ever? No, I learned a lot from it. I learned that the wolf is 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 crazier than I originally thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you know, in learning that, I learned that there are certain things that you know we just won't let the wolf do because the wolf just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to learn how to tame the wolf. So anyway. With that being said, that uh, movement put me in a different space with a different leader who had biases the same. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but at that point, I had matured. I had gone through a couple of things. I had been robbed at, at my house and a couple of other things. And, you know, life was just a little bit different for me. But mm-hmm. um, the biggest thing or the biggest change was. Uh, going through the process of learning to step back and allow for the universe to do what the universe does. You see, we can talk things into existence, but we can also stop them from happening by getting in the way. Mm. Yes. So I learned how to get out of the way. Um, I was, I was almost, it was seemingly forced out, but not really. I remember driving the company car one day. This is after a couple of promotions, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a sign that just said, teach now. And in seeing that sign, I said, God, you know, universe, is this what, like, are you talking to me? Because if you're talking to me, then I'm going to quit right now. You got to show me because I don't get it. So yeah. I turned on the radio and Something on the radio was a commercial that said, trust me, don't worry about it. Something weird. And I was like, okay, God, that was weird. That was weird enough. <laughs> weird enough. Pulled into the gas station and I called my boss at the time. And mind you, it wasn't either of the other two with the biases. And mm-hmm. I was in a whole nother functionality or a function within the organization. And mm-hmm. the boss said, man, Aaron, I noticed that your, your heart wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this call. I'm here to help you do whatever you want to do. Wow. Wow. Okay, I'm just I'm just soaking this one in. Um it is it is just amazing how I uh, God uh will use anything <laughs> to 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 get uh to get a message across and uh i i, I know that we are not an island to ourselves uh and uh you, you know to, if we think for a second that people aren't watching and reading us uh, and if we think for a second that what we do isn't noticed, uh, we are wrong. <laughs> yep. Yep. True story. Yes. 
<laughs> that is, yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah, I have to soak that one in. I do. Um, I, I can, you, you, you mentioned uh, the, the bias mm-hmm. uh, that you have uh, faced. And uh, I, I know that uh, as, uh, as black men, we, we are going to uh, run into that. Um, you know, we can, uh, I, I'm certain that we could spend the next few years uh, <laughs> uh, talking about instance after instance where we have uh, faced um, uh, faced undeserved attention uh, by by people that did not and do not understand our culture. Right. Uh, I think that, you know, we, we have a headline, uh, several headlines that have uh, surfaced uh, over the past month, uh, all of which are relate directly to the mistreatment of, uh, of, of black people uh, resulting in death. Uh, and would you, as, as we kind of work our way through this, because these, all of these, uh, uh, all of these are front, front line, uh, headlines. It, it is on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It is on CNN. It's on every news uh, channel, uh, as you listen to that, as you saw the images uh, of here we go again, here is someone whose life has been taken for no other reason than the color of their skin. Uh, and then as it relates to the things that you have gone through in the past, how have you been able to uh, uh, keep uh, keep at a steady pace during this. Mm. Mm. That's a really tough one, man. Um, I think what has kept me centered is my ability to utilize emotional intelligence as an approach to dealing with the pain of mm. my peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important that I utilize logic. I utilize critical thinking mm-hmm. um, because without the critical thinking aspect of it, then my emotions will take take over. What I found was, check me out. Here's the here's how it all builds on each other. What I found was when I'm emotional, the wolf gets riled up. Mm, yes. And if I'm not careful, then I won't act rationally. So in learning how to utilize my emotions to work for me and not against me. Mm-hmm. 
that has given me the ability to see things and the ability to understand uh, different biases that I may I may hold and what other people may may hold and what they may have to address from cognitive bias to belief bias to all types of different biases. You know, because those mm-hmm. biases are literally stopping us from understanding confirmation bias. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hindsight bias. Just a just a, a a plethora of different types of biases that stop me from seeing the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, we have egocentric bias. Hmm? Yeah, right, right. Hmm? So what's kept me from jumping off the cliff, as many would say, is I am looking for sustainable change. How can I promote sustainable change? Mm-hmm. Because the wolf doesn't think about sustainable change. Mm-hmm. The wolf thinks about changing for the now. Okay. Okay. I'll pose a, a story for you. If you are walking down the street and you get robbed, your wolf comes out, he protects you, keeps you safe. Mm-hmm. Then the next week, someone else gets robbed. Did your wolf really do what it was supposed to do? Or did the wolf really just save you? And if the wolf only just saved you, then maybe you're only thinking about you. But because I think about everyone else and I have love for all people, I believe in what can I do to help all people? So I won't let my wolf just work for me. My wolf has to work for all people. Yeah. That's why I started teaching. That's why I work for this nonprofit. That's why I started. I led another nonprofit. That's why I started a organization where I'm doing resume rebuilds and I do a lot of pro bono work. That's why I volunteer my time because I have to look at sustainable change, not just the now. Yeah. 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 So that's to your answer. I know I went around circles, but no, that's that's so so what we are, what you're talking about uh, is, as, as I understand it is uh, this is really a, a changing of mind and heart. Mm. Uh, this, this, you know, because we can, you know, we can legislate, we can, uh, you know, change, we, we can, we can do all kinds of external things, uh, but it's the the true place of change is the heart and mind, and and I, what I love about the position that you have taken is you you've put yourself in a place where where you can do that uh, to, to, to maximum effect. Uh, I, I can tell you, I have uh, watched you uh, with a room full of teenagers and uh, knowing where their, what their backgrounds were uh, in the circumstances that they were in your classroom uh, for. And, and, and I watched as, uh, you know, these teenagers that society would have looked at and said, I am so done with you. In fact, society pretty much had, 
uh, and and but I, I watch these teenagers uh, lock in to every word that you were saying uh, because you handed them this level of respect mm-hmm. that was uh, that it was awesome to watch and and to see them respond uh, in, in a way where they actually loved what you were teaching. Uh, in, in fact, I even wanted to come and sit down on one of your classes. Just to... <laughs> Man, it was, it was, it was powerful. Uh, but I, I think that's, um, yeah, what, what you say what you've you know put out on the table there is is uh, um, is what's going to last. It's what's going to last for generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to share that. Uh, it's it's not just the moment. It's it's forever. Right, right, right. And that's my goal. You know. My goal is when I when I talk to young people is I want them to not just look at me as an elder or as uh, Baba in uh, in some languages. Uh, mm-hmm. I want them to see me as uh, someone who sees them, who sees them, mm. I, who actually sees them. Because a lot of times we go through life and people go through life and they don't actually see people for who they are. You see, when I'm talking to these young people, I see them. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see you, sir. Right? Yeah. Right. I see the hurt. I see the love. I see the joy. I see the, the confusion. I see you and I honor you for showing up. Mm-hmm. That's why they can, that's why I believe that's why they, they talk to me and they, 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 they relate to me is because they know that I am there to tell them the truth, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And they can tell that I care about them. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, the, the, the beauty of that is there, there is a guarantee uh, that when they face uh, life as it continues on for them, uh, it's, it's your voice and the, the spirit of God using your voice, uh, they, they hear something that will buoy them through. Mm. You, you know, it's... Uh, because you know the, the this whole racism thing that that we see that's often in the headlines it's in the headlines right now uh, what you are teaching them through uh, in a very practical way is uh, this this is just like one of the math problems we can <laughs> we we'll work through it but we'll do it internally it's an it's an internal conversation that they have to have uh, I, I'm uh, with with all of us, and when uh, I, I know every time I've had um, you know interactions with with police officers or or, or others who who uh, were questioning me simply because of, of of my color, 
it uh, it it always came down to not what they were saying to me, but what I was saying about myself. Mm. And and because uh, the internal conversation is strong enough, is strong enough, it was able to keep me when the situation was over. It was able to, uh, you know, I was able to come through it with frustration, mm-hmm. absolutely with frustration. Naturally. Uh, but to, to come out on the other side and say that did not destroy me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want that to happen again, but it didn't. And and then to be able to pass that on to as many as as I possibly can. And uh, I mean, I, I see that that same thing with you, man. I, I see that. It's, it's it's powerful, powerful. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, let's do this. Uh, we need we need to take a break. Yeah, <laughs> take yeah, a break. yeah. It's deep. Uh, <laughs> it's deep, it's deep, boss. It's deep. You get me. yes, yes, sir. Yes, got sir. me, got me thinking deep, man. Yes, sir. So when when we come back, um, we'll come back with uh, some final thoughts, maybe some things that you just want to share. Okay. Uh, and uh, and then we will call it a new path. Perfect. We'll be we'll be back in just a moment. What I know for sure is this, is that the pain that we feel is the same. The only thing that's different is the story of how we got to where we are. Hi, I'm Matthew Sanchez. I am a motivational speaker. (laughs) Some even call me a life coach. Some even call me a mentor, but I'm really just a child of God trying to be obedient to the purpose that God has on my life. That's all. So if you need some encouragement, you need an uplifting message to keep you going, look me up on YouTube as Matthew Sanchez. M-A-T-T-H-E-W Sanchez, S-A-N-C-H-E-Z. And on social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok, as I am Matthew Sanchez. I promise you won't be disappointed. Because one thing I know for sure is this. When you learn, you teach. When you get, you give. Thank you. Well, I'd like to hear from you. Contact me at newpaths70 at gmail.com. Again, that's newpaths with an S, 70 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Well, Mr. Johnson, uh, I uh, certainly want to uh, thank you uh, for uh, taking so much of your time uh, to share uh, with people that you have never met before uh, a part of your life. It's very generous of you, sir. Hey, it's no problem. It's actually my pleasure. 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. Well, we want to uh, want to drill down just a bit. Uh, we we've heard a little bit about this this the the surface you, uh, uh, but we we know that um, we are much deeper people. Uh, there are things that happen in our life that that shape us that that send us down different paths. Um, a lot of the paths that we we walk down, uh, some some of them are are pleasant. Uh, we like to we it would be great to have uh, you know you know pleasant paths and you know ch chicken wings and cherry pie for the rest of our life. I mean that would be great. Uh, but uh, sometimes we run down uh, paths that uh, are 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 deep. Uh, sometimes those paths are uncomfortable. Uh, and but those are those paths that have the greatest impact on us. Uh, so what what I'm uh, asking of you is uh, as I just kind of hand this over to you. Okay. Uh, if if there's something uh, as you as you were growing up, uh, doesn't matter what age it was that when you went through it, maybe you didn't understand it at the time. Uh, maybe it was dark and you just couldn't figure out what, mm. you know, how you were going to make it. We've all had. Mm. Yes. Uh, if you can, if you can share with us, uh, uh, you know, a, a moment of your life like that and, and what were your thought processes while you were uh, traveling down that dark path? Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. There is one, uh, I'm going to call it a, a fork in the road that happened in my life. I think I was around uh, 20, I was in my 20s, early 20s, possibly, Um almost mid twenties. I was working for a fortune 100 company and my boss, um, I believe had, uh, was, he had some biases, right. Mm. And with those biases, it caused him to act out uh, in ways that I believe that were irrational. Um, mm. I started working for the organization when I was in college and, and I stayed there while, uh, through, throughout my matriculation through the university. And when I graduated, I wanted to, you know, move into a more full time role. And I really wanted to take the job more serious and make it into a career. Mm -hmm. However, the um, the leader at the time was uh, again, he had some biases and he said that uh, I should clean the bathrooms. Um, we mm -hmm. actually paid someone to clean the bathrooms, but he said, you know, we're going to let him go. And I think that uh, you should clean the bathroom. So, you know, I was really annoyed because I felt like during during the day, I, I completed all of my tasks and the tasks of others efficiently. Mm -hmm. So it would be uh, great business uh, or a, a really savvy business move to put me in a position to to do the daily task. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, um, it took a really it was really, really hard for me to clean the restrooms. And uh, but I said that if I'm going to clean the restrooms, he didn't give me a time limit. I'm going to clean them to the best of my ability. Mm. I cleaned the restrooms so good that the people who worked uh, upstairs uh, actually started to ask questions like who's cleaning the bathroom mm. because they could see their faces in the 
in the sink. They can see mm-hmm. their faces in in on 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 the doorknob. Like I've really cleaned the restrooms because I said that if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, no matter because since I don't have a time limit, I'm just going to take my time and do it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I believe that enraged my my leader and. Mm-hmm. As I went on, I started to find underwear that were soiled in the bathroom. Okay. So with that being said, I had been there at that time for maybe six years and I had never seen that before. But after I started cleaning the bathrooms, that's when I started seeing it. But it wasn't after I just started cleaning the restrooms. It was after the I started getting accolades for it. Mm-hmm. So that really bothered me. And if that wasn't enough, then I was told that I needed to clean the restrooms with a toothbrush. And then I was told that I wasn't making the toilet paper face the right direction. Mm. And then the shipping department uh, was usually a one man show the gentleman who was working in the back, who was also uh, a brown person. Mm-hmm. Um, he was fired because he made a mistake. And, and literally, you know, when you make mistakes in shipping, I can, I can see why you could, you could get uh, fired, but he got fired. And then I was thrown in the back to do shipping, which is fine. At least I'm not, uh, no, I actually, I still had to do the restrooms, but then I was told to go and do the shipping, but shipping usually takes more than an hour, but I was told to go out and do it in an hour. But it gets deeper because I didn't know what I was doing. So I asked, I said, hey, can someone train me how to do it? And he said, you're going to have to figure it out. <laughs> that was his way of trying to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, no one can get rid of me. Only I can get rid of me. No one can get rid of me. Only I can get rid of me. So, you know, you're drawing up a lot of emotion right now, but I ended up calling different branches and asking for their assistance. Then I started asking people who had been with the organization for longer than I. And I said, hey, you just got to show me. And what happened was when I started asking those questions and I humbled myself and my, my teammates understood that I'm, uh, I really just want to learn how to do the job effectively because it all boils down to us as a team. Mm-hmm. Then one of my, my colleagues said, well, she said she's been there for maybe 30 years at the time. And she said, I'm going to teach you how to do it. And she comes back there and my boss tells her, don't go back there and help him out. He needs to learn on his own. <laughs> So she waits until she's off of work and she comes from the back and teaches me how to do it anyway. So, you know, that was a really difficult time in my life. Um, My father offered to take out a loan for me to quit because he saw how stressed out I was. Mm And that had an adverse effect on me because it only enraged me more. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, then I wanted to control the entire business. So I said I would do whatever it takes to get to a position where no one would have to experience what I'm experiencing. And I'll do whatever it takes to get this person 
out of this space because he's no longer um, he's not good for this position. He may be good for a position, but this mm-hmm. position he's not good for. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, fast forward a bit. Um, he ended up getting removed from the position. Um, I'll leave it at that. And mm-hmm. I ended up uh, taking another position in sales and, you know, and I ended up in, in the classroom. So, yeah, that was a, a life changer for me. I learned a lot during that time. Wow. So, so as you know, I'm, I'm sitting here listening uh, as you as you're sharing with us and and uh, my heart and, and mind uh, go to this place of how did you make that decision? Because you, you very easily uh, could have looked at your circumstance that was being forced on you. And you could have easily said, well, I will, I will do the least amount that I can. Uh, and you could have copped an, an attitude mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, that would have been justified. Uh, but to, to turn around and in the midst of someone trying to forcefully humble you in a derogatory way, you then said, I am going to humble myself. Uh, And in the midst of that, I'm going to do my best. Uh, there's, There's something about when you do your best anyway, Wow, the impact that makes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I won't. I can't take credit for it all. I had a, or I have a, a, a gentleman. Uh, he's more like an uncle now, mm-hmm. who really walked me through that. Um, he was the one who told me, "You're the highest paid janitor in the entire world." Because I was well paid. I was paid from a, um, um, you know, for my title. Uh, my title was not a janitor. Uh, we don't have that title in that that organization. So I was paid well. And he said, so just do your job. And it took me a while to just do my job. And I remember being there and being angry and saying, you know what? Just put your headphones on and do your job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you didn't just do your job. Oh, yeah. I did my best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my best. But, you know, and, and truth be told, just being, you know, trans 100 percent transparent. OK. Doing my best. I did my best and I out of spite. What? In the the. Yep. I did my best out of spite in the in the mm-hmm. beginning. Because it was, well, since you have me up here and you know that I can get the job done downstairs, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take as much time as I can up here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As much time as I can. 
so that you can see why it's important for me to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what were the, what were the short term effects? Let's say you, you, you were at work, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're doing your best, uh, out of spite. <laughs> I think that's powerful, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, but, but at some point you, you leave work and you come home you you have the rest of your you know the rest of your days rest of your week the rest of your month uh how did how did that environment uh and your decisions within that environment uh affect the other part oh it was it was it was very 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 difficult because i at the time i had a difficult time between uh uh, work-life balance. At that time, I didn't understand what that was. Uh, I'm very goal-oriented. So once I make up my mind to do something, it consumes my life. Very much mm -hmm. like my father in that sense. Uh, father is a perfectionist that actually caused him to get sick and have an ulcer and a couple of other things. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'm not that intense, however. But when I make up my mind to do something, I'm intent mm -hmm. on that. And it consumes my life where I start to research uh, different ways and different techniques on how to communicate and how to uh, uh, respond and feedback and how to manipulate situations. So, you know, it, it really it really dug into my personal life and I wasn't mm. taking care of myself. But mm. I ran into someone who told me that it would be wise for me to exercise. So mm. I dove deep into exercise. My life mm -hmm. was consumed with work and exercise. CrossFit to be uh, specific. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with CrossFit, you, if you've ever done it, you know that you know it's a lot of Olympic lifting and rope yeah. climbing and, and people sometimes wear gloves and wear different hand wraps and Mm -hmm. I did not want to wear hand wraps or gloves because I said that if something ever happens, I won't have hand wraps or gloves. Mm -hmm. But I think that the reason that I was actually hurting myself was because I was in pain. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, let me, uh, Here's here's the good thing. Here's the good thing. Uh, we you you didn't stay there, right? You you didn't you didn't stay in that place. Uh, and when we come back, uh, I want to talk about how. Uh, what was that turning point for you? Uh, when when did the lesson finally click and what has been the effect of that till today okay okay all right so we'll we'll come back in just a few perfect <laughs> 